Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I did nothing wrong and they indicted me. <laughs> And welcome to a squish a dish of the shit show. Um, this week's been big for Squish because he got cancelled. <laughs> yeah, it's my first time being cancelled. Hopefully it's not my last. What'd you get cancelled for? Um, apparently making a chip buddy the wrong way. Yeah. Well, I think just the fact that you made a chip buddy at all, people were up in arms about. So I'm, an, I'm not happy with that. I'm a big fan of beige foods. Beige foods. We've actually just had... A different type of chip buddy before getting on the mic. Mm, pictures of health. <laughs> 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 we've, we've had, it's a white bread, some butter, full fat butter, and... Good New Zealand butter. And salt and vinegar chips. snack changies And it's folded over into a nice little sandwich. So we had one of them. But the other night I put on um, Instagram... Wow, I just had an out-of-body experience. Like, what the fuck are we doing talking into a microphone about shit buddies? Oh, wow. Um, I, the other night I put on Instagram, what would you call this? And it was a photo of Nick's hands and holding a sandwich. And he'd only buttered half of the bread and then fries or hot chips and tomato sauce in there and everyone was so so good everyone was so angry though that you'd only buttered half the bread i was just trying to be healthy (laughs) but then can you tell them about the message you got about your hands that one time yeah this is the most out the gate message i've ever received in my life but i love it i took a photo i was in the states and i took a photo of me and my well my hand and my first pumpkin spice latte yeah because i've you know taking the mickey out of them for years and I sort of had to see what the whole hubbub was about. Yeah. It was actually really good. But I took a photo, <laughs> put it on the story of the shit show Instagram, and then I got a message. <laughs> what did it say? Help! Why did I think? <clears throat> Why did I think his hands would be skinnier? <laughs> and then I thought that was hilarious. So I like read it and showed who I was with and probably sent a screenshot to Lucy. Yeah. And then a couple of minutes later I got, oh no, you've seen it. <laughs> I didn't expect... I didn't mean it. No, but that's so... Because that was like a nice troll, right? But that's mm. so funny. They never expect you to actually see Yeah, so I'm a human too. Like, uh, it was a human hand. Help! Why did I think his hands were going to be skinny? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Based on your voice. Okay. okay and then I told Nick... voice, doesn't Then it? I told Nick that it reminds me of the Cartman... Uh, it reminds me of the South Park episode where Kyle's pretending to be Cartman. And he's like... <laughs> what did you just do? Did you burp? I think I burped under my breath. <laughs> Ruby, if Nick burped and you could hear it, his face was there like. He looked like scared he was going to die or throw up or something. It was like. <gasps> um, Shocking. No, but who was trying to impersonate Cartman? Kyle or Stan or someone. Kyle. 
Anyway, and so they're like, ah, sack my bars. And then Stan or Kyle or whoever was also in the room was like, no, you need to sound like you're fatter. And he goes, ah, sack my bars. And like, seriously. I just had another out-of-body experience. What are you doing sitting on the floor making Cartman noises? No, but Ruby will, if Ruby was on this mic, she's not on the mic. She's behind the mic editing this. Um we talk encampment voices to each other like or maybe it's just me talking to her encampment <laughs> voice sorry ruby if that's the case but oh, we love south park that's casa bonita opened up casa bonita <laughs> yeah I... okay, that's breaking two rules that's the, <laughs> <laughs> the no singing rule and the, the new, new no, no encampment rule <laughs> yeah and wasn't casa bonita funded by the yeah. creators of south park yeah, yeah. That's actually... they bought it and redid it that's so fucking funny. I love that. Anyway, basically, the vibe today is... Chaos. Chaos. It's mostly weirdest <laughs> things. It's mostly the weirdest things we saw on the internet because, let's be honest, the news is boring. No. <laughs> yeah, the news sucks. <laughs> no. Well, it always kind of sucks, but... And also, Lucy's been home alone all day, so she's had no one to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> and I've gone a bit cray. And she's as soon as I got home, she's like, right, we're not doing the news. <laughs> yes. I've just got 15 weirdest things. It was truly like, Nick, you sit there and just react. So, yes, it's going to be weirdest thing central around here. First one, very quick. There was just this tweet that I saw on Twitter. and You just said Twitter sucked. Yeah, and Twitter does suck, but there was a tweet and it was really funny. And it's a quote tweet. The first one that's been quoted says... Harvard actually has no therapists, just goats. If you're depressed, all they have are goats. Each goat has a three-month wait list for a 15-minute session. I don't know if that's true or false. Everyone haven't fact-checked. That's not the weirdest thing. If you're at Harvard and listening to this, first, what are you doing? Second of all, (laughs) let us know. (laughs) So then someone quote-tweeted it, and this has like over 100,000 likes. And they said, when I was an undergrad at the University of Auckland, they put up posters saying there would be puppy petting sessions. And when you went there to see the puppies, it was just drama students wearing dog collars. (laughs) No way. (laughs) And yes, and there's a photo. And so I put this in the newsletter. First of all, I sent it to Doug. And I said, the spinoff needs to do an investigation into this. And he said... I bet that's just like one of those fake things, like kids pretending to be cats at school Mm. or whatever. And so I put it in the newsletter saying, please tell me if this happened, if this was true. And I had two people reply being like, yeah, that did set happen. Oh, my God. At uni. Um, because I remember at Vic Uni, they used to, during, like, study week, have SPCR would ever bring in animals and you could just pat them. The same at University of Canterbury. We had um, miniature horses. I've got a, <laughs> And um, they would get, like, the, or maybe the owners or the handlers or whatever you call them. Trainers, riders yeah, of the miniature jockeys. Ho- the jockeys of the miniature horses, um, like painted them up with rainbow so they look like unicorns. I think like, been- is this? Well, remember when Hank the Tank they put um, like a Pizza Hut slogan or something on the back of him, and you and you were like, yeah, that's actually cool to advertise on animals, and I was like, no, that's <laughs> fucked. Did they do that to Hank the Tank? Yeah, I think so. Or they, or it was like a hypothetical scenario that we made. Oh up, yeah, which we often do. Anyway, my next two things are about death. So first of all, man fakes his own death and then turns up to his funeral to teach family a lesson about staying in touch. So are we surprised? What was the lesson, though? The lesson is, well, you don't stay in touch and now I'm dead, so you'll never get to touch. You'll never get to (laughs) 
like chat. Right. We, we haven't seen each other in years okay. type of vibe. But are you surprised to know it's a TikTok influencer who faked his own death before turning up to his own funeral in a helicopter? I was going to say, I hope you mentioned the helicopter. Yeah, did you watch? No, but I saw, I was scrolling past. Some other things, and I saw that. Yeah, so it's a guy. And I saw from, the helicopter. It's a guy yeah. from Belgium. He told his wife and children Belgium. about the cruel prank that they were playing, and so one of his daughters went the whole way through. She was posting on social media, "Rest in peace, Daddy. Oh, no. I will never stop thinking about you. Why is life so unfair? Why you? You were going to be a grandfather and still had your whole life ahead of you. I love you. We love and you." She knew about this. Yeah. Oh no. She knew about it, and so then. Um, he obviously turns up at his own funeral like that, all wearing black. I don't know if everyone was in on it or not, but it's like this big reunion. And basically the influencer guy said, What I see in my family often hurts me. I never get invited to anything. Nobody sees me. We all grew apart. I felt unappreciated. That's why I wanted to give them a life lesson and show them that you shouldn't wait until someone is dead to meet up with them. And then he fucking showed up in the helicopter. Well, if if... If I knew a guy that was pulling shit like this all the time, I wouldn't want to hang out with him either. That's what all the comments are saying. Oh, yeah. It was literally like, sorry, no one wants to hang out with someone that does shit like this. Yeah. That's insane. That's an insane thing to do. And probably, sorry. yeah. And then my next weirdest thing is in Ecuador. Um, dead woman found breathing in coffin. So another quite insane story uh, out of Ecuador, but basically a hospital had declared a woman called Bella Montoya dead following a stroke. So they put her in a coffin. They allowed some family members to come in and hold a vigil before the proper funeral. Um, But then after about five hours, they opened up the coffin to change her clothes and the woman gasped for air and... (laughs) Voice vibration. (laughs) (laughs) Just like you did there. The woman gasped for air. Ow. (laughs) Just like I'm doing now. So the woman's son said that Bella is now in intensive care, but she's actually responsive. So my so he said, my mum is on oxygen, her heart is stable, the doctor pinched her hand and she reacted. They tell me that's good because it means that little by little she's reacting more. So, like, she was literally alive. and Yeah, like the whole time. Yeah, well, I guess so. Or Wouldn't you check, like, the heart rate? Well, look, I'm sure you check a lot. I'm sure you check everything. But, you know, freak, accident, freak things oh, happen. Yeah. Freak things happen. You don't just bury a woman. No, she wasn't buried, everyone. That is, that is freaky, though, Christ. I imagine. know. So those were my two weirdest stories. I actually have another one, but I'm going to let you tell. I think you've brought a weirdest story. Or have yeah, you not? I, I've got a couple of okay. headlines that a I weird? just thought were really weird. Um, the first one, I want to see if this means anything to you. Um, the headline is, Livy just rizzed up baby Gronk and convinced him to join LSU. Baby Gronk is um, a rapper? No. Damn no, it. see, the, yeah. Is um, this Kate from Embedded wrote about this and how everything's fake names now? No, it's more of a I'm feeling way out of touch thing. Um, I'm just trying to keep up with what the kids are into. Um, Livy is a TikTok star. Okay. She does flips. She's a gymnast. Cool. At LSU, which is a university. And Baby Gronk is a like a 10-year-old like football star. What the fuck? 
And apparently rizzing up means that... Oh, yeah, you got Riz. So, like, he's, like, trying to get it on with Livy. I think Livy is just trying to convince Baby Gronk to go to this university when he's old. But that's, like, still, like, eight years away. So, I don't know. But this went all over the internet as, like, us millennial Gen Zers being... Starting to feel out of touch. Exactly. I'm I'm starting to... Yeah, I'm starting to feel really old. Um, Had you heard rizzing up before? Like, gassing up? Yeah, kind of. But that was the only I, I don't remember what the hell Baby Gronk was, and no. then apparently there's the Riz King, and he's oh. he's coming into the picture somehow. I don't know what he does. Um, You're okay. really aging this podcast. I know. Ruby, cut this out. We <laughs> want to sound like we actually know. We want to sound yeah. Well, I, that's why I, that's why I investigated. <laughs> yeah. Be up and cool with the kids. Another thing I saw, a wild headline: Conservatives call for Kellogg's boycott after Tony the Tiger poses with Dylan Mulvaney at the Tony Awards. Oh my. Fucking God. Conservatives actually need to be... I don't know what I can say right now that's even remotely fine to say on mic, but they need to be dunked in some cold water. That's the nicest thing. The, I mean, they go on about snowflakes, but oh my God. Oh my- like, Tony the Tiger. It's a fucking cartoon tiger advertising frosted flakes. Like, um, what is it? M&M's, Bud Light, Kellogg's. Like, soon they're just going to boycott... They're going to have a very plain and boring life if they keep boycotting beautiful things such as Bud Light and Frosted Flakes. I think they probably already do have quite a plain and boring life, which means they need to do something to make them feel something, and that's usually taking offence to the bare minimum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, and this next headline, I want to see if you recognize what's wrong with this. So this is a headline from The Times. Um, what times? Time magazine. Oh, okay. The Times. The Times. Time. Yeah. The, the Times or Time magazine. Time magazine. Okay. The Time magazine. So not the Times. No. <laughs> so that's what's wrong with the headline. No. Oh. <laughs> um, the headline is how Ukraine's dam collapse could become the country's Chernobyl. I do know the country already has a Chernobyl. It's Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Yeah. It has its own. Mm, its yep. own one because it's in. Because it's in Ukraine. Yeah. And so. That's really funny. Did they say the next or its no. own? How Ukraine's dam collapse could become the country's Chernobyl. Okay. And so who let that... Did that go to print? It became a tweet. The oh. Time magazine tweeted it out. <laughs> um, that's in Barrow from them. Mm. I'm not going to lie. I had Already seen, seen that. Mm. Otherwise, I would have thought that Chernobyl was in Russia. They sort of make it feel like it's in Russia. Yeah. It was the Russia's fault, I think. Okay. Always is. Well, it was all the USSR at that point. Oh, so. yeah. Okay. And on that note, Chris Luxon seems really in touch with the people. Mm. He... I don't know. I don't think he does at the moment. He seems to be doing some uh, not politically savvy moves. Um, I did hear someone at this event I was talking at yesterday. They are in the world of creating people's personal brands. And they were like... That was definitely planned, and this reaction, this is definitely what they wanted. Like this. What, the, the wet, whiny thing? Yeah. He, so Chris Luxon said 
New Zealand is a very negative, wet, whiny, inward-looking country. That's what he said as he chatted to farmers in Helensville. Mm. And then he can be heard saying, we have lost the plot and we've got to get our mojo back. Mm. So The next day he said he was talking about the Labour Party, but he's said this once before on record, and he said New Zealand has. So I feel like that's kind of a weak cop-out slash straight-up lie. Yeah, like, well, it's just, honestly, all of politics is so embarrassing. It's like, he said he was saying this about the Labour Party. It's like, why are we just, why are the people that get to run our country just fighting in the press? I mean, it's not new. It's just so embarrassing. And you can slowly see more and more of the American culture wars start to seep in, can't you? But it's, Like, it's not like policy versus policy. I mean, it well, is. No, what? It is, but, but it's at, the, person at the core of person. it. But yeah, exactly. It's It's... So I just get really, like, frustrated by politicians. This is not, like, a hot take. I think if you study to become a politician, if you're a career politician and you don't get into it because you actually see a problem, you shouldn't be a politician. But what I will say about what Chris Luxon said, um, and I don't think this is what he was even insinuating, but New Zealanders can be whiny. The ones on Facebook are really whiny. So when he was saying that... We, we, to be fair to him, we do love a moan. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, not completely false there. We're moaning about him right now. But then we've had a whole week and it hasn't even rained once. So the wet. Slay. And, and I'm always watch. looking overseas. <laughs> Maybe that's part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He owns seven houses in New Zealand, and he also owns one, maybe a few more, don't know, Tesla. Yeah, he he, want, he, he owns one at the moment, right. um, which is new news to me. Um, but also, he came kind of under fire, well, not really, this week by placing an order for a parliamentary service car. All sitting ministers get a, a parliamentary services car, like a self-drive car. Oh, yeah. Not like a self-driving car, like oh. it'll drive itself around. Like a self-drive car isn't, it's not driven by a... Uh, a driver. Like a driver, You get yeah. to use the yeah. car, right. Um, uh, this is like a perk for like sitting ministers and uh, like the leaders of political parties paid for by the government, but the government owns them. Yeah. Um, so it's not like they just get given a car and whatever. Um, Jacinda Ardern, when she was prime minister sort of mandated that the, all these cars have to be electric. Yeah. Um, and she sort of gave a narrow and modest list of vehicles to choose from. But anyway, that's just a little bit of background. Chris Luxon over the past sort of, well, not just Chris Luxon, the whole National Party have over the past sort of two years have been going on and on about the EV subsidy. Um, yeah, they the, don't the, think. The clean car subsidy, which they call the ute tax. Um, so they don't think we should be subsidised to buy yeah, electric and, vehicles. And they've said, you know, we, we shouldn't be giving, uh, we shouldn't be taking monies off tradies and farmers to give to rich Tesla owners to buy another electric vehicle. Um, Whereas he would have used the subsidy to buy himself? It'll be interesting to know if he did. Um, I don't want to sort of Say accuse that, that, but um, it is a, a little bit on the nose for him to then go and order one of these parliamentary service cars, which ended up being a Tesla. Oh, so he ordered that as his parliamentary service car. He already had a Tesla and he ordered oh. another one um, as part, as his self-drive car. Which does make you think it's a little bit more um, it's, calculated. Like, uh, like he maybe personally actually does like a Tesla. Oh, I'm sure. And it sort of proves that they are good cars and, you know, they are people want them. 
Yeah, I mean, like, does Tesla need the proof that they're yeah. a good car that people want? But it just, I think what it really proves is that the National Party obviously has a stance on this. So no matter what you think personally, you have to go with the stance mm. of, we don't like the subsidy, but here he is being like, well, yeah. I actually like my Tesla. Yeah. Um, wow. Anyway. Such a weird hill yeah, to die on as well. He, um, I think some some people in the in the party decided that that wouldn't be very good politically for him to be driving around in a uh, parliamentary paid for Tesla. So he got made to cancel the order. Um, so our environment literally comes at the cost of. I the think pride, he still has to get an electric car. The pride of these. Oh, okay. Because that's the that's the list that Jacinda gave. But um, go Jacinda. Yeah, the politics and in the whole issue says that he can't have a Tesla. That's crazy. Which is kind of weird. These people are so I honestly hate politicians. I will happily say that it's just so a waste of brain space for them to be thinking about this and not thinking about people that can't hate their homes. Issues. <laughs> yeah. You got any other political news for us? Trump. Um, yeah, I was going to say DJT got the <laughs> got the big sort of hit down in uh, in Miami. Yep, he's um, now been. Indicted for a second time, the first president ever to be indicted twice, which is a new record. Um, one of his all-time great quotes, in my opinion, came out over the past couple of days. I did nothing wrong, and they indicted me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Ruby, that has to be the cold open. So he's been indicted, he's been arraigned, he's pled not guilty. He has allegedly had all those documents in his bathroom. Um, I mean, you say allegedly, but there's photos of it. You yeah, have bathroom. to say allegedly, don't I? And these documents, man, there was a list of the documents that he had, and even some of the titles of the documents were classified. Like, that's how classified these things were, man. They were, like, not just the magazine next to the shitter. No. They were, like, top-secret military documents, you know, detailing invasion plans for sort of foreign countries he's such i again back to the politician thing i cannot believe he was the president of the united states he's gonna be president again he's gonna do it again and he's gonna pardon himself and it's gonna be hilarious do you think he'll be president again for real um i reckon there's a 50 50 shot even after yeah for sure and this is it's just gonna make him well i don't know because he predicted to have heaps of protesters in miami and not that many protesters came out in support of him. Yeah, but not many came out to his New York one either. Yeah, so, but, but that was still after he was mm. made, after I he was know. president. I don't know why I have any hope in the American citizenship, but I don't think Donald Trump would get in again. But stranger things have happened, um, including a Facebook group where everyone pretends they work in the same office. Nick, have you heard about this Facebook group? I've heard about it because you've talked about it to me. Did you listen to the podcast I sent you? No. No. So Nick needs to listen to this podcast I sent him. Because and that's annoying because I was listening to. I was trying to find a good podcast to listen to today while I was doing work. Mm, well, damn it. I this about that one. I posted about this Facebook group where everyone just really mundanely pretends they're part of, um, part of the same office. And then one of you sent me an episode of Reply All where the person that started this Facebook group basically talked to the podcast host. And it's like a 17-year-old from Australia years and years ago um, started this, maybe like five years ago. 
And he's a teenager, and basically the story of it is he was really bored one night. He made this Facebook group, and it was just teenagers, just like a few teenagers, and he gave everyone a job, and someone was a janitor, someone was a manager, then he had a secretary, then he was a CEO, and then he was sort of absent, and it was just funny role-playing, like, just yeah. funny because it was so mundane and it was just teenagers. And then... And it's, like, seriously mundane shit. So yeah. So, like, there's no toner left in yes. the printer like, sort of thing. Like, can someone please clear out the fridge? It's starting to smell type of shit. But then he went away on holiday and came back and a whole lot of adults had joined and started doing, like, really extra jokes. Like, oh, no, lizard people have invaded and blah, blah, blah. And this big, like, iguana joke started happening and he raged. You know when you're a teenager and you're like, fuck you, fuck that, you're not funny. You're very much like that. Yeah, you're the guy that's making the iguana jokes and I'm the one that's raging because (laughs) something cringe is happening. (laughs) No, so he gets back and, and it's been infiltrated by all these, like, normie adults. And he starts, like, kicking them out and saying, no, get away with your dumb jokes. Um, and Scram. <laughs> literally. But get then, off my porch. Then too many, like, sort of older people have joined. So, basically, this guy gets really disgusted. And he's only 17. It's so funny hearing him talk to this podcast host because he he is truly disgusted at the bad jokes that are being made in his once cool group. And so... One of the guys in the group messages him and is like, I'll buy it off you for 25 bucks. And the young guy's like, it's not that deep. Honestly, you can have it. And then so the new millennial dude takes over the group and blocks the original owner. And then he's out of his own group. Apparently he blocked him because the original owner tried to make a rival group. And was just like. That's even kind of more loud or whatever. Um, and so anyway, the teenager, but the, the quotes from this teenager are so funny. Uh, he asked the podcast host, how old are you? Are you older than 25? And she was like, yeah. And he was like, okay, let me guess. You go to a Thai restaurant, you order pad Thai, medium spice, and you listen to Mumford and Sons. And he's so savage and I'm obsessed with it. Like, oh my God. he's so funny. He basically, and then he goes, Anyone, no, this is a quote from him. I think old people should be allowed on the internet for looking at business stuff or for sending actual emails to their real bosses or for finding recipes. And basically it's like they shouldn't be on there for anything else. But it's just really funny. It would solve a lot of problems, to be fair. Uh, yeah, well, it would. Well, by these by these standards, we've both aged out of being allowed oh, on the yeah, internet fuck. for anything <laughs> other than looking at recipes and emailing our bosses. But it's really funny. Like, I fucking love teenagers. I love the audacity of this kid on the podcast. I love that he, like, got so angry at the cringe jokes being made <laughs> in the Facebook group. You actually told me you're in a similar Facebook group. Yeah, I'm in a... Um... In a fake Facebook group for a really big truck stop somewhere in the United States, <laughs> Selena Fifty Two Truck Stop. It doesn't uh, exist. No, I don't think. Well, I don't think it's it a real truck stop. People are, <laughs> yeah, just post sort of things just like that. It's so like, funny. Donnie's truck broke down halfway yeah. out of town. <laughs> I love that shit. It's like I was trying to tell Nick about this before, but he hadn't heard of it. An ARG, which we did an episode of Extremely Online about, an alternate reality game where mm. it's like. A game that's happening in real life, but it's all made up. It's like a scavenger hunt, but it's it's. I can't really like explain a, it. Like a leveled up version of uh, geocache sort of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like someone made that game up, but it happens in the real world. Yes. 
and they seem really fun, but these Facebook groups where everyone's just pretending it's real, if there was like an end goal of them, that would be an ARG. Like right. if someone was the first one to figure out the truck that broke down that started it all or something. Um, so anyway, just more weird things happening on the internet. You got anything usual. else weird? Um, I haven't, but I've got a good news story. Oh, okay. I'll happy, I'm happy with that. Yeah, because I told that. Nick this morning, oh, I haven't been bringing good news stories to the podcast lately because there hasn't really been that much good news. But on LinkedIn the other day, I saw that Coldplay have been doing some really good stuff for the environment uh, with their shows. And it made me think, why doesn't everyone do this? So I'm going to read you a few of the things that Coldplay do to make their shows a bit more environmentally friendly. First of all, um, at each show, a bunch of the power is generated by kinetic dance floors, so the jumping on the dance floors, and power bikes, literally, like bikes, yes, um, which is enough to power the C-stage performance each night and give the crew phone, laptop, and tool charging stations. Who's going to a Coldplay concert and sitting on a bike. I don't know if they're sitting on the bikes or if it's other people that aren't going to the So they've got a crew of people <laughs> that yeah. they fly around the world to, to build all their shows. Yeah, I don't really know what the... Or a power bike's something else. No, I mean, that's what I would imagine. Same. Yeah. But the kinetic dance floor thing's dope. Um, it is How so dancey are Coldplay songs? Oh, if, um, <laughs> Paradise. Para, para. Yeah, if it's like a swaying. Yeah. Okay, Nick's being really boomer again. Oh, I just can't help it. No, you're being the whiny New Zealanders. Oh, I'm inward looking too. Actually, yeah. And no. <laughs> Lucy's about to throw water on no, me, so uh, I'm about to be all wet. The shows, uh, the tour so far has also produced 47% less CO2 emissions than their previous stadium tour. 60% of all tour waste has been diverted from landfills. Five million trees have been planted, one for each concert goer. Power for the show's production is provided from an electronic battery system that's 100% renewable. And basically, like, a bunch of their meals and their toiletries have been donated to unhoused and unsheltered people. They've just been doing, like, really good yeah. things that actually everyone could do. And I think a lot of people have looked at this. Like, Billie Eilish and the 1975 also do a lot of this stuff. A lot of people have been sort of, like, Taylor Swift, why don't you do this? And they might be as well. They might just not be publicising it. Mm. But it's just cool to know that there are options for these huge power-heavy things exactly. to do. Oh, man, I mean, imagine how many powers a concert, like all the lights and stuff. I know. And Taylor Speakers. Swift like has all these um, plastic bracelets she gives out that light up. And only after we got on the train home did we take them off and read on the back, please return. They didn't say anything about <laughs> returning them, so no one had. <laughs> so you turned around went back on another train and took them back. <laughs> but anyway, good job, Coldplay. Good job, Squish. Good job, Luce. Good job, everyone, for listening this far. And I should say, the thing that helps us the most with these podcasts is subscribing to us, giving us a rating, sending it to your friends if you thought it was funny. All of this stuff helps us a bunch. Um, There is no Shit Show Podcast Instagram anymore. If you search for that, (laughs) you'll probably find the Book Club Podcast, which has equally good content, but less squish content. Um, but if you want more of him, tune in for like the next six weeks because Duncan's away and Squish is going to be joining us. He's just found out now. Oh my God. Oh my, no, who am I? Oh my God. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even good. Damn it. <laughs> who am I? Oh my God. No. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. <laughs>
Ruby can't get out. I'm James Charles. I would never have guessed that. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. Anyway, everyone, we will see you next week, probably with more news. Maybe with more weird things. Probably with more weird things too. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.